Hello! Today is Thursday, November 3rd. It is the month of thankfulness. Okay, I'm feeling very thankful. I hope you are too. I'm thankful for the challenge and for all of our favorite shows. Uh, and you know, tonight we're going to be discussing precious. two episodes. You know, I think it's precious, right? So nice. You're precious. <laughs> very sweet. We've got, a, we've got a double feature tonight. Double the dailies. Ooh. A daily double. We will be discussing episode three and four of the challenge 38 rider dies and I am freaking pumped. We had some good stuff in this. Hold on. I'm stalling because I'm looking for the, the opening theme. Here we go. Here we go. All righty. All right, once again, today is Thursday, November 3rd. My name is John Dunphy, and I am joined, as always, by my ride or dies, Miss Gina Morgino and Mr. Kyle Petty. We are the Strat Chat Podcast, your favorite reality TV podcast. Uh, if you want to find us on the socials, you can do so at Strat Chat Pod. Take a look at the little ticker down at the bottom of the screen there, at Strat Chat Pod. It's on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can check out our website, which is stratchatpod.com. <laughs> All right, I am ready to talk some challenge rider dies. I don't know about you guys. Um, oh, I'm ready. Right? We got to start at the beginning of episode three. Um, so basically, this feels like a very long time ago, but at this point, Turbo and Tamara have just left the game. And uh, TJ has brought in a couple more vets, a couple more legends of the game. Jordan and Anissa. I do want to briefly talk about this this ride or die duo, though, um, and kind of get you guys, you know, your guys' opinion on this because we've seen some rumors out there that this is not how these pairs were supposed to go. Um, mm -hmm. We've commented in you know some confusion about like, are they actually ride or dies? Because um, I don't necessarily think so. And even TJ himself in this episode actually referred to them more as frenemies. Uh, friends who had you know a rough history had been enemies at times um so what do you guys think about this and have you heard about some of the you know the, the stuff that they've that you know some of the controversy it's not really controversy i guess but some of the reasons why they ended up together as opposed to being with partners that they were originally going to be with are you guys totally filled in on that stuff well i think i mean i obviously can't speak on like their past or their relationship together that's more a kyle question but like yeah i mean it, it was around the time that we heard that like Kenny and uh, Casey had left the game. There was also, you know, talk on whether they would be back and whether COVID caused other people's ride or dies to leave the game. And then, you know, like, was she always in it or did she enter late with Jordan? Did she actually enter late with Jordan or did she re-enter late with Jordan and they edited her out of the, like the previous episodes? I, I really don't know what to make yeah. of this. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we read on Twitter. Right. Uh -huh. That Anise originally had some partner and Jordan had some partner and some kind of flarn happened. Um, and they re-edited everything to make it look as if they were just always planned late entries. Um, and we get Jordan and Anissa. I gotta say, I don't buy it. 
Um, no. there, there was really no evidence of Jordan and Nisa having any kind of relationship other than, I mean, people who like played the game together. I wouldn't even really have called them enemies either. Just right. a neutral right. thing. So, Just, when, so when you say you don't buy it, you don't buy that they were in and then like COVID caused them to re-enter or you don't buy that they're ride or dies? I don't buy... I don't buy that they're ride or dies. I, I believe that they would probably trust each other. I don't think they have any active reason not to. So it's a, it's a relationship that should work, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I don't buy that they were always supposed to come in together. No. I do believe that there's some truth to there was some kind of a mix-up. And mm -hmm. they really, really wanted the Tory Jordan storyline. Um, and they said, you know what? Maybe this works in our favor because we have already have Tori and Anissa as good friends to begin with. Because um, yeah. I, I think what we read was that Jordan was always going to enter late. It just wasn't going to, or maybe something I'm making that like up. that. Because like, jo Jordan, know. I didn't hear that Jordan was already there. I heard that Anissa was there with somebody else, right? And then she re-entered with Jordan as if she was always with Jordan. But I don't know if Jordan was supposed to be on the season or not. Like I don't know if Jordan's partner like also had COVID or whatever. I don't know what the situation with Jordan's partner was or what the discourse was around that. I just don't totally buy this relationship supposedly being so tight between mm -hmm. Jordan and Anissa. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I guess I can also make room for the possibility that, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we don't see. And if Tori and Anissa truly are as close as they say they are, then there's no way that Anissa doesn't have some kind of relationship with Jordan. Right. You right. know, but we're not. We're, we're, uh, ride or die. Uh, right. I don't know. I don't know. Fred of me feels, feels, feels more correct. Sure. Um, yeah. Now, I, I have an article here from Showbiz Cheat Sheet. Okay. Oh, hello, Showbiz Cheat Sheet. Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of lay out some things here. Apparently, Anissa was supposed to be originally playing this game with her bestie, James Simon, who I'm not familiar with. Do you guys know uh, James? Literally know. only from this controversy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And apparently, there was some drama last minute. Uh, the cast had left for Argentina. The production shut down uh, only four days later due to COVID exposure and the cast, the whole cast was forced back into quarantine. Uh, when production resumed, James did not return. Um, and from what I'm also reading here is that Jordan was originally supposed to be with Naya Moore. Um, and it looks like they were going to be entering the game late, Jordan and Naya. Um, and they're, it's not listed as COVID. It just says that Naya had a major health scare. Um, and so basically when Anissa lost her partner, Jordan lost his partner. I did hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not like you said, Kyle, um, I'm sure they wanted that Tory Jordan. Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah. No, come hella yeah. high water. We're going to get it. <laughs> so definitely <laughs> yeah. an, an interesting entrance into the game for Jordan and Anissa. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's true that she was ever on the season and they edited her out. That was something that I read. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that, but. There was definitely some some funny business going on. Um, but so, yeah, <laughs> they come in. Uh, obviously, you know, <laughs> they have some catching up to do, getting settled into the house. Um, but, yeah, I think I guess it's probably good to just go into the first daily challenge. Right. Because most yeah, of what we go. saw after this was just a lot of chatter in the house. So nothing crazy, mm -hmm. though. Um, and the first daily challenge that we'll be talking about tonight was called Build Me Up. Build me up. Uh, this was kind of a fun one. They were all the challengers. They went in two heats. They were on this very big field, and there were three stations uh, in each lane. They had different lanes that each team had to go in. Uh, and each lane had three stations with sort of like a flare at the top that you would set off with a button. 
So you and your partner had to take the barrels. There were six barrels. You had to carry them all one at a time to each station and then stack them up and hit your button. Okay. Kyle, I cannot deal with the pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it. <laughs> no, enjoy it's it. great. I just, it gets me every time. It's just, it's now a thing. It wasn't supposed <laughs> to be, but. No, no, I like it. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Get to live my uh, um, light attendant dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never be uh, small so enough to actually be one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, once you got your six barrels to each station and hit all the flares, you then had to take those barrels to the end of the finish line and stack them up. Whoever did it first would be the winner. The first uh, winner from Heat 1 was Fessel and Mariah. What are we calling? What are we calling him? Is it Fessel? Are we still saying Fessy? What are we doing here? I mean, everyone on the show seems to flip flop between it, so I don't think it necessarily no, no. makes a difference. Yeah, I think it's yeah. interchangeable. No. Okay. Okay. No. And uh, the wit. <laughs> uh, the winners of, of Heat Two were Johnny and Raven, so they were you know still competing very well, uh, yes. even with all the drama that's been surrounding them. They 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 seem to perform pretty well. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the drama <laughs> or do you want to wait? That's kind of a club night, isn't it? That's probably yeah, that yeah. really comes in. Yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> okay. um, so it came down to these two. Obviously, you know, th this could have gone two very different directions depending on who won this. Uh, because if Johnny and Raven had, had won it, you know, they'd be taking a shot at a big bet again. But yeah. uh, it ended up being Fessel and Mariah taking yeah. the win. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, this was a fun. What did you guys think of this challenge? Did you like it? It's kind of exciting, right? What did you think of Tommy and Annalise's performance? I feel like we're going to talk about them a lot tonight. We are going to talk about them a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just, the, these poor, these poor sweet angels are just so in over their head when it comes to these competitions. Like, yeah. Big Brother did not prepare them for what was coming on the no. challenge. No, no, not at all, not at all. So. Um, <laughs> but so Fessel and Mariah had to go back to the house, deliberate, and choose four teams that they wanted to interrogate. Um, they chose Raven and Johnny, Annalise and Tommy, Olivia and Horacio, and Colleen and Kim. Literally all rookies, not a single vet in there. Right. Um, which I actually thought was interesting because I feel like even when the rookies had power in that first week, they still put some rookies in there. You know what I mean? Like it was uh that was interesting to me. So what do you what did you think of these picks? It made good sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I mean for their game, it it makes sense. Um yeah. it's just it's it's still weird to me to kind of see Fessy as a vet that's still not really I where I place him, you know. Um, and that's kind of where he's trying to put himself. Um, and I think that's part of what this move is about. Um, even to your point about, you know, we saw the rookies before they even at least put some rookies in. You weren't going to get that here because Fessy really wants to align himself that way. Um, and he wants that respect on his name. Yeah. Um, I don't see him there. I still see that, you know, the, 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 there's like these middle people. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, they're not rookies, but they're not vets. So, like, I don't know. That's where I put my my Fessels and my Caseys and my uh, yeah. you know, my people like that. Yeah, I don't know. You're just not there yet. You know, Casey's Josh. such a – right, right. 
Casey's such like an interesting one to me too, because like she's not that vocal, but like I still definitely think of her as more of a rookie. But like, you know, she's won the game. She is in a relationship with Nani, you know, who is clearly on the vet side. Like she's yeah. Casey's in a really interesting position. Mm. She is. Um, she is. I kind of would like to see her win uh, a daily. You know. Um, That'd be nice. Yeah. But now this anyway, took, yes, this made this would make good sense for their game. Yes. Yeah. Uh and this now took us into the first club night. Um, which I was mentioning. There were a few things about this that were interesting. Um first, I guess I'll I'll just bring up <laughs> what did you think of Tommy and Annalise's big play here to talk to two of the other teams that they were going into the zone with, possibly would have to face an elimination. Uh, and they made deals with both Kim and Colleen and Horacio and Olivia that if Tommy and Annalise, if they picked the safe dagger, that they would save both duos. They made this promise to both of them. And I'm just thinking, why? Like, in and, and that moment, Because I'm like, they're playing Big Brother and they don't <laughs> understand what else to do. Yeah. Yeah. And my first thought was they better not pull that safe dagger. Because <laughs> I, I think they, in their head, are still in the mode of like, oh, it's okay. I'll set myself up with everybody. I'll throw the competition so I never have to show my cards. This isn't that kind of a situation. There yeah. is a one in three shot of you pulling that dagger and you have to put up or shut up. Like, Yeah. This is yeah. not that game. Um, right. As we saw. <laughs> I could I could just smell what happened. I could smell it coming from a mile yep. away. Like, mm -hmm. like yep. it was just, of course, this is how it's gonna go, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> uh of course we had the usual Raven and Johnny drama. Uh, I don't know if this is a good time to get into because we're still gonna be talking about them for a bit, I think. <laughs> but no, um, I mean it's always fine. Now, Raven is just I, you know, I, I feel bad for her because I think that she's gonna rewatch this and be a little embarrassed. I think she's gonna be a little embarrassed. Um, you know, because this is not about she didn't come on this game to play this game. She came on this game to kind of get back with Johnny in some kind of way and rekindle something. She was looking for a little bit more out of this, and when she wasn't getting it, then also she's like, You're not playing the game. With Bay, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, you using the game as a way to spend extra time. She's like, I just want you to spend time with me because, and I want you to hug me and hold me and tell me oh, it's yeah. gonna be okay. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is really that. cringy, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sorry, you're so Raven. right, you're so right because she has even said multiple times that, like, you know, me and Johnny talked before the season and we were, said we were going to work on our relationship. And it's like, yeah, this girl's head does not seem to be in the game. It seems mm -hmm. to be. Uh, right. It, yeah. Um, this is not so. was that show. Rehab retreats. Um, <laughs> rehab. Not celebrity <laughs> rehab. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rehab retreat. Don't mind. <laughs> um, so the other thing that stuck out, you know, stuck out to me at club night was the uh, conversation between Tori and Jordan. Because, I, you know, I have, I have, um, I've enjoyed kind of hearing Tori talk about some of the stuff she's gone through with her mental health. You know, as somebody who's struggled with their own mental health, right? Like, you know, hearing her kind of talk about her struggles, what things have been like for her um, and how she's gotten help and really worked on herself. And then sort of just being like totally, you know, thrown off by this late entrance of Jordan. And she said to him, like, you came to this game late knowing I was going to be here. 
I was in this game having no idea that you were going to show up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been dealing with a lot of this stuff, you know, kind of getting over things that happened with us. And so hearing this conversation, seeing them both get emotional, because I, I, there was a point where I wasn't sure which direction this would go. Because they're at club night, they're drinking, you know, mm -hmm. maybe Tori says something and Jordan gets angry. And it ended up being a really nice moment, I thought. Like, um, and Kyle, like, we obviously know Tori and, and Jordan very well from watching them for years. Like, what did you think of this moment? I, I, I've been interested to ask you for your opinion. Um, yeah, there, there was a point in the conversation where I thought that um, this was going to go south. Mm -hmm. um, but the second that Tori then said, you know, all of these things caused me to now have this relationship with Fessel that I now so regret. And I am so mm -hmm. sorry for that. Like it was, I thought it was great because she was truly just sharing how she felt. And it was like, this is just what my experience was in this. This is how you made me feel. And I know that I made you feel badly by doing this. And I own that and I apologize. I thought that was great. Yeah. And something that we did not deserve to watch. This was like, yeah, it's, it's not a little intrusive on our part. Yeah. Yeah. We should not have been watching this. It's, it almost feels like strange to like discuss it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like is it, how, who are we? You know, but um, yeah. Right. I did think it was a great moment. Just Even just in her, like, just in her mental health piece to the conversation, like, I feel like so often when things like this get brought up, it can be inauthentic or like, you know, people will try to like get away with things by saying, no, no, like it's my mental health and they'll try to like, whatever. She mm -hmm. was so like vulnerable and open and honest about like, listen, this is what I'm going through. This is how I'm, you know, like, and this is like the conversation that we need to see more of because yeah. I feel like so often, like when things like this ha happen with public figures, it's some sort of a deflection as opposed to like, no, I genuinely am struggling with this, 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 this is how I'm getting through it. And this is like, it's an important conversation to be having. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I totally agree with you guys that like, in a way it feels intrusive because these are real life things. Like we're watching. Right. Or watching a competitive game show where, you know... Even, like, her talking about it didn't feel intrusive, but the second the two of them were having the conversation together, I was like, I'm not supposed to yeah. watch this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I do also really agree with you guys. I think that was, like, a big thing for me was, like, she was telling Jordan how she felt and kind of letting him know maybe certain things that he did or said that hurt her, but was not shying away at all from, like, her own... Uh, her own, you know, sins that she had committed, responsibility, like responsibility, and everything. Yeah, and so I just thought this was like a great moment. I really, really liked this. Um, yeah. It was a great conversation. And, yeah, and, and kind of seeing some of the. Us. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. If they watch um, this, they won't. <laughs> yeah, I really love. I mean, just just in general, though. I mean, I feel like Tori has been so open about things, and like I love yeah, how it's like really, it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's really nice. Um, I'm a big fan of Tori, so. Um, we stand. We stand. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right. I guess we're pretty much right at the uh, at the first elimination now. So we get to the zone. Um, well, wait, 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 wait. Before oh, am we get I skipping anything... something? No, no. I just know Kyle had some sort of a oh. take on club nights that I don't want to skip right. over. That's right. That's right. I thought it could be even better if I want to get to the second episode because that's really what was blaringly obvious to oh, do, me. Do we, do we want to put a pin in it? No, it's fine. Wait. These club nights are painful to me because <laughs> there are some exchanges that happen and there's no music playing. 
Do you notice that? They're just in a room talking. And it yeah. takes me out of it so much because all I can do is think about how awkward it must be to stand in the room. Like, all I do is think about like, oh my gosh, like there's probably like cameras over there, like a weird light. Because this is probably just like some warehouse that just hung up all these things. And before I know it, I've missed conversations because I'm thinking <laughs> about how awkward this room must be with just like a light that just moves around. Next time you watch it, just like think of it that way. And you'll cringe yeah. too. It's, um, it's a really <laughs> weird thing like to, to get them to have these. I, I understand it's to get them to have these conversations. Like. Mm -hmm. old school challenge because they used to go to clubs and like you know go to restaurants and do stuff like that but these well ever that's since what's so COVID, funny to me is like you're right because i remember you guys talking about it like no no like there would be drama because like random people would get involved yes. and like we, yeah, that i understand why that's this. interesting but this of like just like everybody that we've already seen in a house now just get moved to another house and drink right. more <laughs> yes, and the quality of it is dropping every season. Like this last episode, there wasn't even music playing. It's just like it just sounded like a warehouse. This. Yes, I, it was so obvious to me, and I was like, I can't. What this is painful. Um, it looked like they were in like a brewery or something to me. It was it had those weird. big barrels. Yes. I don't know, and it just sounded so um, empty. Like yeah, it was just, like, just weird. But we have talked about this before, and I yeah. know, Kyle, you've said this, and I 100% agree. I miss the days of the cast going out to random bars and getting into fights with people, CT blowing up on some random dude or, like, something <laughs> like that. Like, you know, just some great And then, then he comes back fired up, and then they get into a fight with somebody else at the house. Like, it's, oh, it yeah. just... Yeah, that real-life element to it. And even if you're not mixing up with other people, then, like, put them back on like you know we used to go to mexico when it was warm and like you'd have these rooftop parties remember those and they would they'd be yeah. outside and have those balconies these amazing views can we go back to that we're always in jackets now it's always cold and it's like, <laughs> like come on like let, let's get back to like having a little bit more fun with these not these whack-ass yeah. uh, manufactured club nights you know that's yeah. put up like a couple of like little things of like you know nylon on the wall it's just nylon yeah, like this little like little white stretchy things, you know, just to make it look like you're in some place. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking. About. I, do, I do. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, yeah. When you watch it that way, it's like it's just getting cheaper and cheaper every season. Um, yeah, just yeah. put us back in a real place. You can rent out a space. <laughs> this is the challenge. Yeah. This is the challenge. I agree. I agree. Oh. Um, we digress. <laughs> no, that was great. It's great. Sorry, it's my um, <laughs> uh, So uh, next we shifted to the zone, which I still think is, is so lame. Just call it the arena or something. The zone. Um, yeah. Welcome to Discovery Zone. That's the, that's the, the zone. Oh my God. The zone. Yeah. Auto zone. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I know she does love it. She always pretends <laughs> she doesn't love it, but she loves it. She's always um, in the studio first. Yeah. Luke, you're not wrong. Before. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, liar. So, <laughs> um, so, so we shifted to the zone, and really, no surprise to me. I don't know about you guys, but Fessel and Mariah chose Raven and Johnny to automatically go uh, into elimination. So no. this then left Olivia Horacio, Tommy and Annalise, and Kim and Colleen uh, to have to pull daggers. 
And of course, we saw it coming a mile away. The best happened. Tommy and Annalise. <sighs> yeah. They pull the safe dagger. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to make a decision. If they were going to break their word to somebody. <laughs> and it was Olivia and Horacio. Mess. I'm curious to I'm curious to you guys, like to ask you guys though like if they had chosen to save Olivia and Horacio and like broke their word to Kim and Colleen would this have played out differently you think like because Olivia you know was fired up right away like oh look how much a deal means like turning around to the rest of the cast I mean obviously there might have still been blowback but I I could see them skating by a little bit easier if it was I'm Kim not sure Colleen. I don't know I could be, I'm not I could sure. be totally wrong but well I think they would have had it I don't. I think it would have been slightly more evenly matched, but um, I still think Raven had so given up. I feel like her her spirit was totally killed at this point. Um, I didn't feel like she had much fight in her, you know. Well, she wasn't tying her shoes very well, I can tell you that. Um... <laughs> no, so she wasn't. Happened more than once. This elimination was wild, though. Um, this was double decker, which was hall brawl with a twist. With a twist, so yeah, with a twist. <laughs> let's take a look. I want to. I, I took. I wanted to have some, you know some visual aids. Ooh. So mm-hmm, I got this mm-hmm. picture here. Ah, there this she is. is. Our, uh, right, Marsh this is the knows. the double decker <laughs> setup. Um, what did you guys think of this elimination? What did you guys think? Awesome, three five stars. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Maximum I absolutely love this. I absolutely <laughs> love this. Yeah, amazing. Um, and so basically, in this elimination, the bottom people started right. They would go, and it wasn't you know trying to get past each other to run out the other side. There was a bar in the middle, and each player had to run to the bar and then try to push it all the way to the other person's side. Um, once the bottom people finished, whoever won, their partner on top, their door in that tunnel would open a split second earlier so they would have a little head start, a little bit of an advantage on their opponent to then get to that bar and keep pushing it to the other side. And really, it was whoever won on top is who got the point for their team. So if you lost on the bottom, it didn't mean that you had lost the point. Mm -hmm. It was played uh, best of three. Okay. First point went to Olivia and Horacio. Second point went to Johnny and Raven. Uh, So we had a tie, 1-1. Okay. And really, I have to say, I actually meant to put this up because this whole showdown was wild to me. Like, this is the two top rookie teams, I think, right? Jay and Michelle are up there, but I feel like Olivia and Horacio, Johnny and Raven have been the two top rookie teams at this point, um, yeah. performance-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed the the little uh, fight night <laughs> rookie made event that we got here. This little graphic uh, that oh, they put up cute. on the screen. Yeah, right? I like that. Um, um, so... One of the other things that really made me laugh, though, was that every round Raven's shoes fell off. Um, <laughs> Literally every mm-hmm. round. And I was dying laughing at one point because Johnny Bananas <laughs> just starts yelling, What's wrong with her shoes? Why doesn't she put on her shoes? <laughs> why, it, why does she put her shoes on? This face. I, I think it was Jack. I'm pretty sure it was Jack, Laurel's partner, who followed up Johnny when he said, why doesn't she put on her shoes? And Jack just goes, is she tying them terrible? <laughs> I, was just, I was dying laughing. I was dying laughing. Um, 
I just like, feel like she was so checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. even in this moment, she like had a moment, like they had a moment where like she had a confessional and she was kind of saying, like, at this point, I'm just playing for myself because I feel so disrespected. It's like she could never get over the the Johnny thing, the Johnny and Narice, nope. you know, relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. right till the very end. Yeah. Um, but I <laughs> this i have something else to show you guys but first um, you know it, it turns out um olivia and horacio took it they were fired up johnny yeah. and raven uh, johnny and raven were eliminated eliminated um so they're going right. home i think i think we could see them again oh would we'll you want to yeah. see both of them yes would you want to see both of them yeah back, right yes, I, would. I yes, agree I would. yep especially if it's not a ride or die thing let's get them separate yeah you know? mm -hmm. i just like the fact that they were playing the game as like game players not just playing into the vets thing they wanted to do their own thing yeah they want to do is actually good for them um i want to see them both back yes yeah okay yes okay very nice. and i want to see raven separate of johnny i want to see her play her own game um totally agree. she was too wrapped up in all his business yeah all right justice for raven absolutely um, mm -hmm, yeah. Now, here's some here's something that I've that I've added tonight um, that I wanted to share with you guys because there was Ooh. somebody in the cast that I was really enjoying watching during this elimination. Um, she was a spectator. She's one of our favorites, actually. Um, but I kept noticing her. Um, I kept noticing her throughout the elimination, and I just had to go back and capture some screenshots because she was enjoying this elimination. I think just as much, if not more, than I was, and that is Miss Laurel. Did you guys see how animated Laurel got no. during this uh, elimination? Let's look at some of the faces uh, that Laurel was making throughout this okay. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's another one here. She was like really into it, really into it, waving her arms. Uh, and then this one might be my favorite here because I love everybody's faces in this. <laughs> You sitting there screenshotting each of these. <laughs> these are moments I didn't even notice. No, me either. I had to go back. I like watched it and then wait a minute. I was like, Laurel's faces have been really good for this. Um, this I just was to share that. Well, listen. I mean, they were right on. This is one of the most exciting eliminations I had. It was seen a good one. Season. Yeah. 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 This was this very inventive. Def definitely want to see this one back. I like it a lot. Oh yeah, totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that. Oh well, not really. It doesn't really take us to the end because TJ was feeling friendly again <laughs> at the end of this episode. Uh, um, so we had our final duo. At least we think it's our final duo, right? I think everybody's here now. Our final duo uh, that was entered late into the game. Another, uh, another, you know, duo of, of vets of legends, uh, Mr. Durrell, Miss Veronica. What do you think of their uh, entrance into the game here? Um, listen, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to see Darrell and Veronica. Always happy to see them, but this is not fair to the rookies. And it's it's mm. it's really stacking everything against them. Yeah, they're already I, I having a rough that, go. Yeah. They're taking L's. They're taking L's, and they just keep adding to the vet side. And I right. in this moment, I was like, "Enough already! Like, yes, enough! Stop. stop adding people! Enough! I've had enough." Yes, <laughs> I would only now accept one more addition and put two new rookies in. Then, yeah, 
just to balance yeah. things out because like you know i i've i've found this very frustrating yeah enough now i mean well we knew they were coming so like it softens the blow slightly because we had already yeah. seen them in trailers but and still stuff. it's it's yeah, very exactly. annoying it's like, enough now yeah and it's not even like you could make the argument that like oh if the rookies hadn't taken that shot week one then you know the vets wouldn't be ganging up on them because that's always how it goes. The vets always mm -hmm. talk; they always are gonna gonna work together and take out the rookies. So like, course, you know, it, it's not even like right, and it's not even like you can look back at that week one though and being like, oh, if only Johnny and Raven hadn't right. hadn't done that week one, they'd be good still. You know, it's like no, this probably still would have happened. Yeah, you're <laughs> you know? stacking it. You're stack. Yeah, you're stacking this all in the vets' favor, and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. But. Um, that being said, I mean, I am happy to see Darrell. So, you know, and I, and I love Veronica. So uh, yeah. just put him in from the beginning and make everything even. That's all. Right. Just let everybody be in. For, yeah. Like we saw the cast list all at the same time. And we've just been rolling in half of them after the fact. Like just put everybody in day right. one and call it a day. Just yeah. let it be even. That's all. Bye. I agree. I do agree. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the end of episode three. Mm -hmm. I was thinking um, in between episodes now, we could talk TJ's threads and we could just <laughs> we could just do them all for both both episodes. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Sure. Okay. I actually have four pictures tonight. No way. Four. No way. Four. Yeah. I didn't notice yeah. anything that he wore tonight. He's playing game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually really liked his looks. Uh in these last did two episodes. You? Wow. Let's I see did. why. I'm gonna, see why. I'm gonna try to go. They're all very different. Not very different, but they're different. <laughs> I was gonna say, in okay. my head, he still just wears the same thing every episode. Right. I don't uh, think I've no, ever you'll see. Attention. I'm gonna I'm gonna disprove that. I'm gonna disprove that right now mm -hmm, with four mm -hmm. four fresh looks. I think they're good looks too. I'll see, you know, we'll see what you guys say. Uh, but here is the look from the first daily challenge that we talked about tonight from episode three. Okay, he's wearing a nice denim jacket here. I'm actually gonna take the caption down because i know uh -oh. that there's more to this picture there we go all right <laughs> so we see tj here he's sporting a nice denim jacket uh underneath looks like he's got a a white and blue striped shirt and some khaki pants um it looks like he's ready to go like out on the docks or something to me here you know like go sailing or something what do you think of this look guys it's tepid <laughs> I feel like he's never getting higher than a tepid. Like he just wears his clothes. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know how this is a segment for the challenge at all. Like, so this, this is this is <laughs> a clothes, man. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tep it's a tepid for both of you. It's a tepid yeah. for both of you. Tepid okay. teed. Okay. I'll give it a I'll, I'll give it a tepid also. I'll give it a tepid also. Um so our look, our look from the first um, elimination from episode three, uh, episode three's elimination, was this here. We had a nice, nice red and black flannel, you know, jacket here. Uh, some, you know, looks like some fleece on the inside or something maybe, and kind of like a yellowish shirt underneath. What do you think of this look here, guys? It's tepid. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another tepid. Tepid yeah. across the board. Tepid. 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 I can't tepid tea, just too stupid. Okay. Tepid tea just great. It's great. All right. Yeah. And now here is uh so here here's here's our look from oh, the next daily challenge that we'll be talking about from episode four. Okay. Now this one I like. I like this look. So I'm I'm curious to see what you guys will think here. Yeah. This episode <laughs> this episode featured some scarves. 
from TJ. He was wearing some scarves. Okay, so let's take a look at this. We've got a nice blue jacket. Looks like a kind of an orange shirt underneath, and kind of a, a gray, a green scarf, you know, wrapped around the neck there. What do you guys think about about this look here? <laughs> you know, I'll give this a hot. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 I, you know okay. what? I, 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 I really, I was so ready for. You know what? I think I'd call this tepid. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's giving me Hallmark Channel Christmas. Yeah, it's um, nice. I like this look. I like, I like this. It. This might be I my like favorite. It. We're ringing in the season. Okay. Okay. Here. Gina, we got a hot from Kyle. Gina, what do you think? Sure. Let's go with Kyle. <laughs> Is, I don't the, care the about what is, TJ's wearing. Yeah, I don't the, the know. I lowered. don't care. The bar is lowered. <laughs> All right. And then our final look. Uh, this is episode four is elimination. Okay. We've got here, got another scarf, a black scarf. This kind of looks like a kind of a burnt orange and a gray sort of flannel jacket here. You know, what do you guys think of this look here? He's got the slicked back hair. You know, what do you think? It's, what do you think? I, whatever. <laughs> Kyle. It's a, a nod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a knot. What now? What makes it a knot for you, as opposed to a tepid or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's not very. I I, I prefer brighter colors. Um, okay, this doesn't do it for me. Man, I'm sorry. Listen, you know, I said, so you well, can't win them all. Can't win them all. We we had a lot of different. Uh, that it was we're all over the spectrum there. You know. I'm just gonna defer to Kyle for all of these. I don't know, man. Wow. The, the shirt's Jeez. a shirt's a shirt. Come on, <laughs> be a, be an independent <laughs> thinker. Come on. Hey. No. I have plenty to say when we're talking about Julie. All right. Wow, wow. I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need the energy to you know. Wow. <laughs> okay, let's get into episode four now. Um, now, so at the beginning of this episode, uh, we we still had Darrell and Veronica coming in. I actually didn't realize that they had won. They both won the gauntlet. I, like, I, like, I'm sure I knew that if I went back and watched, I would, but like when they said it last, I was like, oh, wow, they actually both won a championship on the same season, which I thought was interesting. Um, TJ said they've known each other for like almost 20 years. So, you know, it's an interesting yeah. duo to bring in. I, of course, of course, you, this has to be planned that the episode Darrell comes into uh, the challengers are going oh. 300 feet in the oh. air. Absolutely. Um, he said it too. Yeah. He was like, TJ did this on purpose. I'm pissed about it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, okay. I'm trying to think if there was anything. Do you guys remember anything like before the Daily Challenge that you want to get into? The only thing I really remember was like Tommy and Annalise sort of trying right. to do damage control. Um, we saw more of like Horacio and Laurel kind of. Get, you know, being close or whatever. Kind of Horacio was talking about Laurel being somebody that he felt very comfortable around. Um, and Laurel made a comment in this episode too that like every morning she wakes up, a shirtless Horacio is just <laughs> a few feet away from her in the bed next door. So there were there were a lot of like showmancy segments in this episode. Yeah, this is a really horny cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I don't know, Kyle, as as a Laurel Stan for years what do you think of this whole harassia thing do you not care at all do you find it interesting it just seems interesting it's weird to me it feels strange to me right does it feel weird yeah because it looks like she's all over him and like that's just not really the laurel i know like i don't know it's very strange to me um is this like really out of character for her is she not like a showmancy person no yeah I, i certainly don't know her to be she had that Weird relationship with Kara. Yeah, she had a fling with Kara. Some sort of 
fling. Some sort of something. Um, I do remember that, but, but ill-defined. Yeah, um, but that but was other like, than that, I don't. Yeah, I don't really remember anything right, else. Exactly, and it, and it was still ill-defined. You know, it was so. It, I don't know. To see her this way is just. It seems out of character, just because we've mm-hmm. never really like seen this. Because yeah. even in the ill-defined character thing, we didn't see her in this way. Um, yeah. being this like needy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. This is very right. very strange. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I actually, actually, so there's one other thing I want to bring up. I don't know if you guys will even care at all about this, but it was just something I noticed. Chauncey, Amber B's partner, made a comment um, about Amber in this episode that Amber is seen, or at least he sees her, as the leader of the rookies. What do you think about that? I feel like we've seen... No evidence of that whatsoever. I would have thought that it was, you know, Horacio and Olivia or Johnny and, you know, Johnny and Raven, maybe like that kind of group or even Jay and Michelle. But I haven't really seen any, you know, has Amber really kind of led the charge on anything? Maybe we just haven't seen it and it's been editing. But like, it was interesting to me that Chauncey referred to Amber as like the leader of the rookies. And then we sort of saw it's Amber also there just like them. She too is like one of those in-between people. So like... I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I don't see her as a vet, but I wouldn't call her a rookie either. Right. And it could also be that we're not seeing a lot of it, those things because she hasn't actually been in power yet. But that doesn't actually mm-hmm. mean she's not making moves. And I could very much see her as the leader of the rookies for the very reasons that they did say. Um, and for what we've been saying, she is in the middle there. She is... Yeah. Um, there's not as much respect put on her name as as Fessy's. So Fessy can kind of start to play into that vet thing and maybe maybe get a little back out of it. I don't Amber, if she tried that, I don't think they would receive her. I think she would have right. a better shot going to the rookies. It, it makes it does make sense socially. Um, yeah. Especially since you've got a group of rookies this time that are actually playing the game. Uh, that are not right. just playing into what the vets are doing, you know. Um yeah, and I'm enjoying this that. Set her up I, nice. Know. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, this set her up nice. Yeah, it's been so weird and lame to watch past seasons where it is so clear that the vets are just gutting for the rookies week after mm-hmm. week, and yep. the rookies are just letting them do it. Yeah, like, like this season. Yeah, and it could it could have a lot to do with like the right mix of sort of vets that aren't really vets and are considered more like rookies because like you know. Amber B, like, she's won the game. You know, you have somebody like Jay who's been on a couple of years and has has performed well at times, but, like, has always been targeted, so he always goes mm-hmm. home, you know? like, yeah. um, And maybe it's having some strong rookies, you know, that now the rookies feel more empowered or something like that, you know? Like, I, and I, so I'm, I'm glad that it's kind of broken down this way. I love um, it. Yeah. Um, and then, so, yeah, the last... <laughs> The last thing now before we get into the uh, into the daily challenge, like we were already mentioning, you know, all the challengers that were around the fire, they were drinking, and then it was just like this one after the other. Fessy and Colleen get into bed. Uh, Tori and Jordan get into bed. I... Nelson and Olivia get into bed. Like, it's just one after the other. I um, know it is no secret that I have opinions on Fessy. How is this man pulling this many women? I have so many questions i find him 
insufferable. And I don't know how, because even we saw like in the beginning of the season, there were like five of them that he was like <laughs> cycling through. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, What's I happening? think it was bananas. I think it was bananas that said uh, he may be going by Fessel now, but he's still messy, fessy. And then I just don't off, like, get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I think he said that like Michelle was in Fessy's bed at one point. Colleen, Laurel, um, there was somebody else that he mentioned that I'm blanking on now. But um, yeah, Fessy's been been uh, busy. I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Kyle. Kyle, you got anything? No, ma'am. <laughs> if he went that way, you would find me coming out of his bed, too. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, it's actually funny. Like, on hot. this season, <laughs> what's actually Whatever, funny, man. though, is on this season itself, I haven't, like, I haven't hated Fessy as much as I normally do. Because they're not I editing got... him in as much as they normally are. Well, maybe. We aren't but seeing see... as much of him. <laughs> but, I mean, we have seen him, though. He just, he won that last daily challenge. He had power. He was in that a lot, you know? And, like, yeah. I, I feel like I haven't been as bothered by, um, by Fessy on this season. But what's interesting to me is, like, 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 this is just brought up in this comment, like, on this particular season, he's not bothering me. But before the season started, and even during the season, he's been tweeting, um, you know, so much. And I'm like, that is the Fessy that I hate, that I know the and fact, hate. Right? Listen, I'm not saying that, that he's a great man, guy or anything. I'm just saying, that, like, he I is just, hot. We'll never, I we'll never get past the fact that, like, this man who is known for like trying to have a career as a professional athlete and not doing it is sitting here on his couch talking about. An NFL player who won his se first season of the challenge. Ah, he's nothing impressive. I don't understand. Whatever. Ah. What do you yeah. mean? What do you mean? <laughs> How are no, you, who idiot. has won nothing, going to sit here and talk the, shit about Danny McRae? First season of the show that you have never won. Right. Like, Fessy yeah. has won absolutely nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> his ego is just wild to me. Yeah. Ah, man. You know, maybe he'll mature a little bit at some point. You know, he'll grow up a little bit. Maybe, I don't know. Probably not. No. But anyway, anyway, enough of that. We can go on now <laughs> to the daily challenge. And, like, I kind of liked it, but, like, didn't also, this challenge. Mm. Like, it, it was kind of, like, fun. Just It's fun when they're up that high or whatever. Uh, this was called, called Hold On For Me. So, basically, they were going in heats of either two or three. Okay. Um... And there would be one player that was sort of hanging, holding on to this bar. And their job was to hold on for as long as they could, because the longer you hold on, the better uh, for your duo. Once the person that was holding on could not hold on any longer, their partner would then have to jump, run and jump off the roof of this building, catch their partner. And the momentum from this would have to swing them backward. <laughs> Thank you, Kai. I appreciate the demonstration. Swing them backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it would swing them backward where they would then have to grab a if flag. you are an audio only listener you're fucking up <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh it's honestly God. that was, a, it was it was a very accurate depiction <laughs> thank, um, you. thank you um, i can't i cannot <laughs> now what was the other uh 
what was the other daily challenge that we had this season where literally like everybody failed because it was this was another one of was those. it this season or was it the challenge usa because i know there was one that like angela was the only person that could do it at all like there's like a couple of those it could have been yeah. usa i might be mixing things up yeah but anyway this was uh, very hard every- this is very hard. This oh, is because you yeah. don't but get like, another shot. Like it's just, it's not fun it. to watch if no one can do it. If right. I'm just sitting here watching everybody fail at a challenge, I'm like, I'm not having fun. I'm not enjoying oh, watching this. It's see, not I, I had a lot of fun with this one. No one I can do this... it. Yeah, but I always thought they could. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> like I believed in everyone. I was like, no, it's going to be this one. It's going to be this one. Like they, I, I yeah. felt like at least they edited it well. Um, I'm disappointed to hear that you think otherwise <laughs> i just i find it boring when literally no one can do it yikes yikes you know, well here's the thing for me personally for me personally um when everybody's failing one after the other a little bit i feel like all right come on like come on let's go now but i like to see the people that do you know that do finish it but then i also like to see some of like the spectacular failures um <laughs> And we had some of those. We did uh, have some of those. Up, I'm going to bring up this duo again because I don't know if you guys uh, know, but I have no idea what the hell Tommy was doing. <laughs> um, I knew that's where this was going. Yeah, and I've got a little image here. So, so let's. Um, everybody was 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 kind of swinging back, trying to get their flag. Uh, and this one, they actually came pretty close to getting their flag. Tommy, they really did. Um, and they probably would have if Tommy wasn't doing this. <laughs> um, so Tommy, literally all his weight going in the wrong direction. He was flapping and, his low wings and having a grand yeah. old time. Just arms outspread. You know, <laughs> I kind of feel for him, though. You know, you've never done this. It's horrifying. You had to also think about how your body's moving. It's happening so fast. Like, the other know? thing about Tommy is that, like, Tommy is so teeny tiny. Like, did he really expect his limbs to be able to reach all the way back to the flag? I'd be like, I'm not serving any purpose here. You know? I feel like I almost, it, it would have been better, though, I feel like, if he had just, like, sort of gone limp and just let the momentum take him. <laughs> because, like, when you look at this, Annalise clearly had a pretty good jump. And I know that Annalise is, is like an athlete. So like, you know. She was really close too. Yeah. Look at how close her hand is to that flag. Yeah. And I just, I can't help but think that if Tommy had just sort of, like it looks like he's trying to get the team to go the other way. And Annalise is like <laughs> trying to hold on for dear life and get this flag. And I just feel like if he had just like kind of, um, I don't know, relaxed his body a little bit. <laughs> And, you know, things would have gone better for them. But I also like I can't help but wonder if it's like he's so used to like in his dance training, like having to like hold his weight while he's being lifted and like that kind of a situation where he was just like, oh, well, this is how I hold my body weight. You know what I mean? Yeah, could be. Could be in the air. He he was the only one to do that, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever that was. But anyway, uh, you had a lot of failures, except except Jordan and Anissa. They were the first team to get their flag. Um, amazing. Oh, yeah. Jordan amazing. is such a beast. It looked so easy for them. Yeah, and Jordan yeah. holding on with the the arm that has no hand. You know, he really yeah. has no fingers there. And then grabbing I with the other. Like, completely forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. He's incredible. Like, He's absolutely incredible. I totally forgot about that. 
it just adds such a whole new element to everything that he does, you know? Um, it's like, oh, we're going to switch it up. And it's like, right, of course. Of course you're not going to be the one to hang. Right, you, right. You have to be the one to jump. So, yeah. like, you just have to figure out a way. And he always he always manages. It's incredible. He he really is. I, he, um, he's, he's a champion. He's on this season over and over again. And he constantly outperforms uh like so many of the other competitors if not all of them <laughs> you know what i mean right like, he is just he's uh, jordan's such a beast uh, and like someone a- like that makes it hard to like be sympathetic to anybody else because it's like well you're bad at this challenge but he's doing better than literally everybody else and he has so right. many setbacks like right yeah. how dare um, you you're embarrassing <laughs> 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 so uh, the next, the next team to get their flag, uh, and the only other team I think, I think it was only these two, right? Um, uh, was Nelson and Norris. Now this is a big deal. This is a big deal here. Very big deal, right? Um, so the challenge ended. TJ told us it came down to two teams, only two teams that got their flag. So Jordan and Anissa, Nelson and Norris. And then TJ told us that for the first time. In 54 daily challenges. It's been 54 daily challenges. Nelson gets a daily challenge win. He had a uh, a record. 54 straight competitions without a win. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to tell you, I looked, I, I was kind of looking around online and people have been tallying this for a while because I saw something, I, I, I just kind of like Google searched Nelson Thomas daily challenge wins. Mm-hmm. And there were like things coming up, popping up on Reddit from like two years ago being like, Nelson hasn't won a daily challenge in 35 competitions. You know, there was another one like Nelson hasn't won in 27 competitions. Like people wow. have been keeping track of this for years. Um, it's 54 challenges that he went without a win. Uh, That's the so longest sad. streak ever. Yeah, he, he has his own record though on the challenge. Um, but at see what if anybody cost? ever breaks it. <laughs> <laughs> see if anybody ever breaks it. I mean, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what if the person that broke it was Fessy? Well, doesn't he already? He's already won a challenge. No, I'm saying, but like, what if he was the next one? Like now, he didn't win for 56. Would you be happy with that? Well, no, because that would mean we'd have to watch him compete that many times. <laughs> so you just never want to see him again. Is, is your thing? <laughs> yeah, Correct. but that would still yes, be I different. Guess. That would still be different because Nelson was like never won ever ever. Mm. You know, so Fessy could never really really be in that category. You know. Well, from what I saw, Nelson actually has. Uh, nine total daily challenges uh in his career it was just that he had won eight and then went 54 competitions before his next win oh really yeah oh and i was under the impression he had never won at all that's what i that was mine too right from what i've seen on his challenge uh like sort of profile page he now has a total of nine daily challenge wins in his gotcha, career. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He oh, had, okay. he had so just, he just, he just had, had a break. He had a big break. He had, he had just gone so long without one. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't want to see Fessy go that long. I, why are we being so mean to Fessy? <laughs> I just don't like him, Fessy. Kyle. <laughs> no, I, I still like him. I like him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just everybody's opinion. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. 
-hmm. Now, we had another club night now. And uh, we saw sort of the makings of, of sort of like a plan here, right? Because obviously Nelson has really cozied, cozied up to Olivia. Mm -hmm. But as a veteran, the other vets are going to be expecting him to target rookies. And not any rookies, but strong rookies, right? We had to send these. You know, we just sent Johnny and Raven home. Uh, I'm sure people have their eye on getting Olivia and Horacio out. Mm -hmm. um, and it was actually Olivia's plan to try to throw some people off. Like, hey, Nelson, like throw me into elimination. And then the whole plan was that Nelson and Norris would not pick Olivia and Horacio to go in automatically. They would pick a different team. And whichever two teams were left, Nelson and Norris would sort of try to work it so that both teams would agree to keep Olivia and Horacio safe if either one of them had pulled the safe dagger. Um, what do you think of this whole plan? It kind of felt a little unnecessary to me, but but it worked out in the end. I will say that. <laughs> it just felt <laughs> it just felt no it just felt extremely risky and like for not a huge reward i don't know it just didn't need yeah. just like you said it didn't need to be um it felt unnecessary because it was like at this point olivia and horacio had already been into two straight um eliminations and i feel like nelson kind of had the out i feel like other vets would have understood like Olivia, this is my girl that I'm trying to like talk to or whatever and, and get close mm -hmm. with. And there are other rookie teams uh, that they could have put in uh, and strong rookie teams too. Right. Um, so I didn't really think that all this was like totally necessary. And I mean, uh, you know, a lot of these people better than I do. Like, would they have seen it as a threat that he was so cozy with her? Cause I know that her whole thing was like, I don't want us to be seen as a duo either. Yeah, but I don't know. Not at this stage, especially not with Nelson, yeah. because Nelson does this, you know, like. Yeah, he keeps saying, I, I love love. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just like this is this kind of Nelson. Yeah. Um, And we also saw like it's, it's interesting, like we did see last in the in episode three Fessy, who I mean, we've seen him with multiple women in the season, but like mm -hmm. seems to be. Uh, closer with Colleen, or I've heard people also refer to her as Colleen on this season now too. But um, oh, I don't know. But they like they've been very cozy, and Fessy put her in. It didn't really seem, didn't really seem to like be that worried about it. Um, I don't know. Well, because I mean, Fessy's with so many people, and everyone seems to know it. <laughs> right, so, people I mean, put a lot less weight on that. <laughs> right, because there's so many less options for him. Um, somebody's yeah. got to go in. <laughs> um, you just kind of know that about getting involved with him. Um, yeah. What did you think about some of the conversations in the interrogations? Oh, well, so, I found. Uh, well, well, so are we me, not there? When I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, well, I'll just Russian. I'll just name the I'll, I'll just name the people that were in the interrogation. So, oh, sorry. Uh, I already thought so, we were there. Jumping the gun. No, 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 <laughs> no. Not at all. Not at all. You're not jumping. We're, we are there. But I'll just I'll just lay out. So, um, so. <laughs> They ended up, Nelson and Norris ended up putting Olivia and Horacio in because of this plan to try to get people to think they weren't really so close. Uh, he also decided to put Darrell and Veronica in, vets, but they came into the game late. Um, Annalise and Tommy, because everybody is, you know, from last week, their move, nobody trusts them. Uh, mm -hmm. And then Kim and, and Colleen slash Colleen. Uh, and because Norris just kind of said that they're easy names to say. Um, they are. So. Uh, but yeah, so what do you got, Kyle, about the interrogations? 
So even though I don't think that the plan, sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't think we were going to get to me that soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here. So before, while you're chewing, I will say, um, you know, it was interesting to me. Like, did you see the reaction? The reaction to uh, like Nelson actually putting Olivia in was it was it was bigger than I expected. Jay, oh, everyone like, was like, "That's freaking wild!" Right? Like Jay called Nelson a savage uh, for hooking up with Olivia and then throwing her into the zone. Uh, Bananas was like, "Wow, even I wouldn't do that," which like it like surprised me the reaction that people had to Nelson putting Olivia in. I don't know. Especially when you, like like we said, like Fessy just threw Colleen in. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like Nelson was the first person to put somebody in the zone that he's hooking up with. You know what I mean? But again, I feel like you'd expect something like that from Fessy. Sure, sure. But I just feel like, you know, that type of thing is not, it just happened. It's not unprecedented. You know what mm. I mean? Um, so. Hmm. But. Yeah. So what did you think, though, kind um, of the interrogations? Well, Nerese. So the way she navigated through some of these conversations in there, even though this plan that they had to kind of keep um, Horacio and Olivia safe was kind of, like, unnecessary, she still steered these conversations in a very, very, like, good way. Um, and that, that was it. That was just, a, it was just an observation. I'm excited to see what she does more socially because she's she's smart. Oh, I was very invested in her conversations. Yeah, yeah. She really seamlessly got the conversation there to them. Oh, like, oh, if you pull the safe one, just, you know, oh, just because of the way the numbers are going. You know, she just sounded like she was so on your side. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was such a friendly feeling conversation. And she's like manipulating the hell out of you. And that's um, why, like, we'll get there. But it, it, it really got under my skin to see people like giving Nelson so much credit for this. And I'm like, she, it was all her. Yes. That was all her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, can I, I want to ask a question. So the Tommy and Annalise thing, mm -hmm. right? Because I, I will say like, she straight up just said to them, like they're untrustworthy. They've screwed people over. Like that was the one conversation that felt a little, you know, tense to me. Um, and I just, um, what do you think of the blowback that Tommy and Annalise got from this move? Because like, it's not like this is the first time that we've seen somebody screw someone else over or go against their word. And it felt like what they did um, was like highlighted a lot. And when I even look at Nelson, right? Like, him and Fessy have a, like a big history. You know what I mean? Like um, Fessy broke his word to Nelson, put him into elimination, got him sent home. Uh, Nelson didn't even really seem to like give a thought to like putting somebody like Fessy in. But what's interesting to me is that like Nelson, he wouldn't stop going on and on about how like, oh, Tommy and Annalise made the worst move. Nobody trusts them and this and that. And I'm like, so Nelson is like, he seems to be harping more on a move that Tommy and Annalise made against another duo as opposed to like going after somebody that even broke their own word to, to him. I, I don't know. It just felt like I, I get why they're getting blowback. I get why people don't trust them and they want to see Tommy and Annalise go into elimination. I just feel like it's not like this is the first time that we've seen this where somebody like went against their word. And it just feels like this is a lot of blowback for Tommy and Annalise. I mean, granted, I don't know. I wasn't watching during the whole like fessy piece of it. So I don't know if this was the same situation or different, but I think I would argue that it's partially like Tommy and Annalise have never 
been on the challenge before, have no concept of how the challenge works. Like, so their first thing that they did was screw somebody and like make double deals and like stand by it. And then when push came to shove of having like, you know, he was even saying like, you haven't really owned it. And when push comes to shove, like, I'm sorry, you've just seen so much of them like crying and trying to deflect and trying to like whatever. And it's like, no, no, like you did the thing. You have to, like, the fact that you keep trying to deflect and be like, no, like, I, uh, but I didn't mean it that way, but it, no, you did it. Just own it and move on. I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of the reason why it's continued to blow up is because they keep trying to do damage control and going from person to person to person and crying and what do I do and how do I fix the problem that, like, they just weren't really handling it well. I don't know. I hear you. And I can agree with that. But, like, my thing is because this thing with Fessy happened several years ago so i, I don't but what, remember was he sure. brand new to it like was it his I first mean, challenge i don't remember if it was his very first challenge but it was you know very very early on in his challenge career and what he did led directly to nelson going home you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's like nelson's still still there sitting pretty right now he's freaking out over something that tommy and annalise did to a different duo that he's not even in mm-hmm. i don't know well, I mean, listen, there was a lot of blowback that Fessy got for doing that to Nelson. Like, they, you know, they right. didn't get back on track, like, right away. You know, th- there was a road to that. Um, and, you know, Tommy and Annalise, you know, right out of the gate, before you've built any relationships at all, like, you had absolutely nothing to go back on. It was the first thing they did in the game at all. Period. You know? They had no allies whatsoever. And well, then the Kim very- and Colleen, maybe. Because they saved them. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it, it kind of just... kind of didn't surprise me. Yeah, they kind of yeah. they had they had this coming. They really did. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. I, I'm not surprised by it. I just it was just an interesting little thing that I wanted to kind of mm-hmm. talk about yeah. with you guys. So I'm not sure, yeah. Um but yeah, so else we got i guess i mean this pretty much takes us i guess into the elimination yeah i do have i do have one one question though because you know there there is one thing to me uh about the whole plan that like olivia and nelson had put into motion like oh let's nelson throw me in and then people will think we're not really as close as as we are because it was just and i I, I, you know, maybe I should go back and rewatch the conversations. But like, what was interesting to me was that like, they wanted to make everybody think that Nelson and Olivia weren't as close, and that Olivia, you know, Nelson was a savage for throwing Olivia in. We saw Jay reacting to it, and Bananas reacting to it. But then, like in the interrogations themselves, like Nelson and Norris were telling, you know, Darrell and Veronica, "Oh, if you pull the safe dagger, save Olivia and Horacio." And they said the same thing, Kim and Colleen. And I'm thinking to myself, well. Can't Darrell just go to the rest of the house now and be like, yeah, they, they told us to to save Olivia and Horacio. So like it's really just kind of a ploy. Like they like they are really close. They're trying to throw us all off. And uh, you know what I mean? Like that whole thing felt a little weird to me too. Like this whole plan that they put together, trying to throw off suspicion. And then they're just telling two teams, four people in the house, like, oh, like we don't actually want Olivia in. So like if either of you pick it, you know, just keep her safe which guarantees her safety because either Olivia and Horacio will pull for safety themselves or the other two teams will keep them safe. And they're definitely not going to be the ones that Nelson and Norris choose to go into elimination. So it just felt like, what was the point of this whole plan? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. know. Mm. But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, this brings us into the elimination. Uh, Tommy and Annalise chosen automatically for elimination. No surprise there. Um, and I believe then it actually was Olivia and Horacio that chose the safe dagger. So mm-hmm. didn't have to make any deals anyway. Um, and after all was said and done, Kim and Colleen were chosen to go into elimination against Tommy and Annalise. All righty. So again, two rookie teams down in elimination. Uh, so vets are safe for another week. Uh, this elimination was called Flipping Wasted. And in this elimination, we had two mud pits next to each other. Uh, there was sort of like a metal board on top of the mud pit. Um, and one partner in the duo would have to lay on this board. And the other partner in the duo had a rope that they would now have to pull to lift their partner up so that they were high enough to reach this puzzle that they had to solve. Um this could have been a good elimination. I did not have fun watching this elimination. It was a it's really not... tough watch. Yeah. This uh, is painful. Yeah. It was really hard. Um, what do you guys uh, do you what do you have any thoughts? Any I don't even know what to say about this. Like Kevin Colleen, obviously, uh, you know, they were they did pretty well. Tommy and Annalise. Tommy really was so in over his head on this. Like he he didn't yeah. stand a chance on this elimination. No. no. Yeah. This was rough. Um Yeah. I mean, they, literally there was not even a second in the competition that Annalise even had a chance to even touch the puzzle. Uh cuz Tommy just and couldn't it, like, get her up. You could see him continuing to get so and so fr- like he was literally looking around like what do I do? I am not even getting her off the ground like what do I do? I don't know to what to do. Where, I don't know what to do. It was so To painful. the point where his competitor was trying to help him. Yeah. yeah. It was no, you're bad. So, that's right. That's right. I literally wrote that down too. I was like Kim starts encouraging his opponent, Tommy. <laughs> it's like oh my god. Yeah. It was so um, hard to watch. Like, clean your shoes, clean your shoes. Awful. Yeah. This you know because again, Tommy's just not built for a challenge like this, you know. Like he just, there was no way that he was gonna. Right. <sighs> this was this was so hard to watch too because we've seen eliminations in the past where one team starts really dominating, but you know maybe the other team does something to kind of keep them in it for a little bit, mm-hmm. and like with 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 the editing, you can make it look, you know, exciting, like it was a little closer than it was maybe. This there was there was never a point where Tommy even had her close enough to even move one single pu- uh, puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. So this was it was just one of those things where like this is really sad. I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> somebody stop this. Um, it went on for so long. It felt like I know. so like, long. She kept encouraging him. Everyone up top kept encouraging him, and he just got more and more frustrated as it went on. And I was like, just like get yeah. one, like get her up for a yeah. second. Yeah. He, I think he was just two in his head. Like, I, I think he could have done this. He, maybe they wouldn't have won, but I think he could have definitely done better if he wasn't so in his head, um, in his own he head. Just kept splashing in the mud too, because it was mm-hmm. up and down, up down, up down. <laughs> yeah. She would get just high enough to splash it. Like, oh, sad. Yeah, sad. Oh, but so Tommy and Annalise were eliminated. Um, yeah, you know. It did. It, it struck me a little bit here. It seems like even with the drama of their move, people really liked Tommy and Annalise in the house. I think. Um, 
I thought some of the other challengers were, were still very nice and encouraging and, you know, well, I mean, and, and, and nice we, words. we saw that on Big Brother, too, is that, like, Tommy was the heart of the house his season, you know, like, he just has that kind of a personality. So it, yeah. it doesn't surprise me that everyone on the show, like, kind of fell in love with him. Yeah. And I'm sure in that moment, it's got to be so difficult. Like, you know that you're, like, this is going to be on TV. A lot of people are going to mm -hmm. see this. It's kind of an embarrassing moment. You're letting your, your, your rider die down because, uh, you're you know, your game is ending. Um, and Tommy was very emotional. He was crying. Mm -hmm. What did you think of what TJ said? I, I thought this was kind of nice. TJ kind of said, oh, I loved that, it. Like, right. Tommy crying, like the way that he got so emotional and was crying, like it shows that he actually cares and that the game means something to him. Like, um, and you know, TJ said that he hopes to see both Tommy and Annalise back. Do you think we'll see them both back? I mean, it's point? like, we see TJ say so often, like when we... Like based on past seasons of what we've seen, like there there's nothing that he hates more than people who just quit, people who give up. Like he wants somebody with a fire under them, with a spirit to compete. He doesn't like people that quit. He doesn't like people that gives up. So I wasn't surprised that he was so moved by how emotional Tommy was because it showed that like maybe more than anybody else here, he just cares so much about wanting to do a good job and wanting to fight and wanting to compete. I can imagine most people in that position would have been like, fuck it, I'm done, I'm out, whatever. And even like, to the last second of the competition, he was like, no, no, I'm going to pull this rope. Like, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, we saw, you know, that's one thing that you can say for Tommy. He did not perform well in this elimination, but he never gave up and he never even thought about giving up. Mm -hmm. And I'm blanking on the name right now. Kyle, help me. All-Stars 3. We saw somebody quit in an elimination. Do you remember who it was? It was that high up one where they had to push the, the things through and... She jumped off. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Oh, oh, um, oh. I can picture her face. The yeah, um, blonde. I remember that. Um, she's the one that came back. Um, oh my god, I can't. I'm blanking no. on it. Beth, yeah. Beth, 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 Beth. I was like, in I the middle say of little Mary. I'm like, it's not yeah. Mary. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, oh my gosh. Brett said that. <laughs> uh, Brett, what's up, Brett? Thank you. Brett also had a question. Brett had a good question. Ooh, oh, okay, okay. About Tommy's elimination here. Um, you know, what if he went off that metal square to get closer on the rope? DQ, let it slide. It did look like he had stepped off a moment or two. Um, there was there somebody, was a point where it, it looked like he was trying to use the back of his foot on it to like give him like leverage or something yeah. to like lean on, and then it also looked like he stepped over it to try to just like grab it and then pull it back. Right. Yeah, I don't know what the rules were about around like staying on this little platform, but I did also hear somebody yell to Tommy at one point, like, oh, dig your heel in like at the back of the, the mm -hmm. thing, like use it like to, you know, sort of anchor yourself. I never saw him actually do that. I don't remember like if it was mentioned in the rules that like you can't step off of this. this I don't remember hearing that either. Square platform. I, yeah. I don't remember it either. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we'll see Tommy and Annalise again, you know? Um, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing them again. I, I also want to see these people back again, but not working together. Like, I want to see all these people come back and get to play separately. You know, they'll still work together and have their alliances. But, like, I want this to be, uh, you know, I, and I like the duos and having a, a season that has pairs. I do like that. But I, I like this cast in general. I think this is a good cast. Mm -hmm. And I like to. I would like to see a lot of them come back when they're not tied to another person that they have to work with. Um, but yeah, 
Do you have differing opinions, Kyle? <laughs> I don't really care about Tommy or Annalise. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unpopular just, opinion. They, they were just, just so they were ill prepared. This was not. Yeah, their like I just yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, and I'm not even necessarily saying because too small. I just just don't think this is his. This is not his game. Um, neither of them are really that kind of competitor. You know, we saw them on Big Brother, and neither of them were particularly like physical challenge kind of people. They like no, work their way through the social elements. I do of wonder. It, but that's not I do here. wonder. No. I do wonder about Annalise a little bit though, because she was a, she was like a D one college athlete, right? Wasn't she like a soccer player or something? Mm -hmm. I could see her. I could see her doing pretty well on some of these. I mean, maybe she could. I just don't. I don't know. She's just not enough of a character to me. I just don't really care about her. She doesn't. Yeah. She's not exciting to me. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Annalise. Sorry, Annalise. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah. She's very pretty. She is. She's very pretty. Very pretty. Um, but yeah, there. You know, there was they. They were so out of their element mm -hmm. on this game, and maybe they would be different if they. Um, I agree, Brett. Brett says Annalise Solo could hold her own. I, I do agree with this. I think that she would do pretty well. Maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she I would do well. Yeah. She would. Yeah. Listen, she When you think about it, she technically has the same uh, resume as Fessy. College athlete, big brother loser, now on the challenge. They literally Not have wrong. the same resume. <laughs> Not so, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, so. I, I don't doubt that she can do well. I just, yeah. 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 She can come they back. Were just so, yeah, they were so out of their element on this season. Like maybe it would be different if they came back and, you know, had a season under their belt, but even just the talk, like there was a lot of conversations they had privately being like, Oh, we have to get rid of this big brother stigma. And like, like there's other big brother players in there. And mm -hmm. like, sure. Like we did see some comments from some of the players, like after Tommy and Annalise made that move, I know Devin at one point was like, wow, that's so big brother. And Nani was like, yeah, that's definitely big brother. And I, I actually remember I, I saw Casey like kind of look at Nani like, <laughs> like what the hell, man? <laughs> right. But like, you don't really hear like a lot of talk from the big brother players. I think they don't want to bring it up. And it felt mm -hmm. like Tommy and Annalise couldn't get over the fact that like, oh, there's this big brother stigma and people are going to just have a certain view or opinion of us laughing, right Kyle? off the bat automatically. <laughs> yeah, why are you laughing, man? I was choking. <laughs> choking? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> but see, the other Big Brother players, though, are not really playing Big Brothery. Mm -mm. Yeah. You know, so I don't even really, I remember, like, they, you know, they're always Team Big Brother, but, like, they don't really play like that. So they're kind of melding into the way the challenge is played. With you know a little bit more of that um honor and respect <laughs> and like kind of stuff in there too. Um yeah. Tommy yeah. and Annalise just really just went the whole other direction, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. But um, yeah, so the next on that we got for this, it looked like they're you know, again, make uh, you know. Allowances here. Take everything with a grain of salt. Nine one one, my friend Kyle <laughs> says Matt Clevin. Um, I was scared for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Um, on the next on, and like I said, take everything with a you know a grain of salt because who knows how they edit these things. But on the next on, it looks like we could be seeing maybe some drama between Laurel and Michelle. Possibly, it looks like they had a little fiery conversation. Uh, it looks like our next challenge will be on the water. All right, all right, on the water. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna all be right. getting wet. Get wet in the water. And uh, Darrell seems pretty fired up about something, you know? So I'm excited to see what, what's got Darrell, uh, you know, fired up. And those are the things that I'm looking forward to for next week. Now, that is all that I have for these two episodes. Do you guys have anything else uh, for the benefit of the community? No. No, I, don't I think do so. not. Okay. I do not. All right. Um, it's been fun. Well, I guess you know. I guess, I guess we can start wrapping it up. What do we have coming up? Um, I think we have something exciting happening on Saturday. We have not mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. said anything about or announced. Um, I won't actually say what it is undisclosed. here. It's undisclosed, right? Because there's <laughs> there are still details to iron out. Mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. Saturday at two p.m., we may have something very exciting happening, which we will, of course, announce on the socials if it's you know a hundred percent set in stone. Um, oh. And and then what's that? What do you got? Nothing. Okay. All right. So yeah, I, thought, I, I didn't know. If, I didn't know if you wanted to add something, but so Saturday, possibly two p.m., we might have something very exciting going on with a special guest. Uh, on Monday, we will be back to talk about Survivor. Right? We talked about Amazing mm-hmm. Race this week. So on Monday, we'll be talking uh, the last two episodes of Survivor. Very exciting. Um, mm-hmm. And then next Thursday, and that Monday, that'll be nine thirty p.m. That we'll be talking Survivor. And then next Thursday, we'll be talking uh, the next episode of the Challenge Thirty Eight. Rider dies also at nine thirty p.m. And that's what we have on the docket for the upcoming week. Yeah. yeah, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Um, lots of stuff. Now, once again, if you want to find us on the socials, if you are so inclined, you can do so at Stratch Chat Pod. Uh, that's on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go on, you know, he- head over to our website. Kyle worked really, really hard on that. Uh, and that is uh, stratchatpod.com. You did. All right. We have a website. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, go, Kyle. Stratchatpod.com. <laughs> Um, so everybody, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, uh, watching, listening. Uh, we love you guys and we are going to see you very soon to be talking about all of our favorite reality TV shows. Have a great night. Goodbye.